Welcome to Jack in the Pod. I'm your host, Jackie, and today our guest is Jen. Enjoy. Jack in the Pod. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. It's so good to finally talk to you after being separated for so long. So long. Yes. And you are recording remotely all the way from... Borden Carlton. Borden Carlton. Wow. PI. Just down the street. Literally. Yep. (laughs) And so, Jen, you are my second born and raised PEI guest. Uh, where did you grow up? So I grew up in Crapo. So that's about Which 10 minutes. How big? Part- oh, God. It's a village. <laughs> it's literally called the community of Crapo or the Crapo village. Yeah. But I'm not quite in the village. I'm about 50 feet outside the radius of the village. So, oh, 50 feet so I'm on the outskirts of Crapo. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And but Crapo is what, about 40 minutes from Charlottetown? Yeah, about half an hour, 35 minutes. And that's the direction of the bridge, right? So yeah, so we're close. I'm close to the bridge. But yeah. And so now when I live in Borden, I'm like right off. Like I can see the bridge right from my window right now. Oh, that's beautiful though. Yeah, Confederation Bridge. It's nice. It is nice. Mm-hmm. And so Jen, you were born and raised in PEI and you lived out in the country. Yep. So you went to a fairly small elementary and high school, middle school? Yeah, I went to a super small elementary school. It was kindergarten to grade nine. And it had about two, 160 people all together. Okay. So I was with the same. So like there was only one grade one class, one grade two and so forth. And so basically I had the same about 20 people in my class for the whole 10 years. <laughs> oh, wow. And yeah. then you would have driven all the way back to Cornwall for high school, right? Yeah, it's in Bluefield. Like, yeah, so I would have, it's in, called Bluefield. That's where I went. And um, mm-hmm. it's about 15 minutes from my house. It's kind of right in the middle. It's like outside oh, Cornwall. Okay. It's like very central and it's where a lot of the country, country kids go. The country folk. Yeah. (laughs) Outside of town before you get to Borden. Right. And your family has like been in Crapple for a while, right? Yeah. Forever. Yeah. My grand, I guess my grand, my grandparents were from here and my dad's from here and then we built just up the street from my grandparents. Right. And we're just going to get sidetracked a few minutes. First of all, your grandma, because you've mentioned a few things, she owned, she owned the restaurant in town, right? Yeah. So she owned a restaurant called Anna's Country Kitchen. And uh, she had it for about 20. So the year before I was born, so 22 years. And then I worked wow. there for eight years. Yes. And she, all your cousins and stuff. Had yeah. So she had like 10 granddaughters that worked there. It was like mandatory. Yeah. It was literally mandatory. It's like my older sister worked there. I worked there. I trained my younger sister. Wow. Um, it was so great like oh my gosh and it was just nice to like be able to see my grandma so much especially in the summertime I worked there as my job mm-hmm. for five summers yeah so got to wow. like be super close with my grandma and I'm still super close with my grandmother and got to know the whole community right oh yes I know everyone in the community and still nice to see them out now like even if I go to the store or the bank or whatever you still see like the locals in your community yeah Oh, and then the second thing I want to talk about, too, is your dad <laughs> as a rumble chicken, right? Yeah, my dad likes to say he's uh, crapple famous or P.I. Oh, famous. famous. All no. right. Can, uh, the sport is tractor pulling, right? Yes. So basically, it's like, into? yeah, where my whole family's into it. My uncle does has a big tractor. My dad has a big tractor. My uncle, <laughs> other uncle does the announcing. My grandma wow. runs the meals. My grandfather used to run the track. Oh, my goodness. And then also, like, other cousins and uncles that are also in it. 
as yeah, well. It's just pull tra tractors pulling things, right? Yeah, it's kind of to see how far you can pull a weight down the track. And as you go down the track, the weight moves closer to the tractor, so it gets harder. Oh, And let's see whoever can cool. go the furthest distance. That's a very interesting sport I've never heard of. <laughs> I don't know if it's I a sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll call it a sport. I would say a hobby. <laughs> a hobby? Yeah, but so. that's so funny. My dad had this tractor before we were born, like my sisters, oh my and then once we were growing up, he kind of sold it to me because we were so busy with hockey and sports and everything, and then mm. I would say 2015, he got it back when we were all basically in high school. He got, I think it was in grade 11 his first year back, and he nice. bought the exact same tractor back, fixed it all up, and then, so when he goes down the track, he throw, he put feathers out of a cannon for the rebel oh, chicken. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All yeah. right, well. We'll, we'll go back to the BD program. So that's how I know you, Jen. Yeah. BD program. And so what was your undergrad in? Um, so I did an undergrad in chemistry and then a minor in math. So I did my honors in chemistry and minor in math. And that was at the University of Prince Edward Island, Yeah, I went right? to PEI. And then I wrote my last exam. And then nine days later, I started the education program. Yeah, it was very, very close. Like you had, their graduation was during our program. Yeah, exactly. Like I had to miss the day of class. Well, I guess they, everyone... We got to miss classes so that everyone could go to graduation because there's a few of us. Like, I know a couple in the class were in the same boat as well. Yeah, graduating right away and then doing the program immediately after. Yeah. And did you ever consider going to a different university off Prince Edward Island? I did. Like, I went through a phase the summer before um, university started that I wanted to go to Acadia because it's, like, such a lovely – and I was going to do, like, environmental sciences or – study like rocks and stuff oh my goodness yeah I was surprised I know I thought about it but then I was like uh it's really hard because I had a lot of scholarships to go to UPEI so my first few years were paid for so it was hard to like turn down that, turn offer, down right? that offer and then go somewhere else and pay a lot where I had basically a free ride at UPEI and you could still be at home yeah and live at home it was hard because like I do regret like living at home you missed out on that experience because you weren't like, especially PEI, you know everyone already. So we, I found I didn't really get to make a whole lot of new friends. Mm -hmm. But reconnect, reconnected with old ones that I used to know through hockey. Like, my best friend throughout my program, I knew through hockey. And we ended up not being not seeing each other for a couple of years and then reconnected in university. So okay, it was well, nice. And then did you always want to be a teacher? Was that always planning? <laughs> yeah. Growing up, I always wanted to be a teacher. And it's funny because it was my nanny that – like oh Jennifer you're gonna be a teacher and I was like no nanny I'm not gonna be a teacher and, and then enough, here we are yeah and then I worked at a school and I completely fell in love with it I was like yep this is what I'm going to do I thought about yeah. different options like pharmacy and dentistry but I was like I just can't I'm a very social person and teaching was definitely yeah. what I wanted to do forever oh yeah for sure and what kind of what age did you do you want to teach? Do you know? I have no idea right now. I had amazing practicum experiences in a junior high and in a high school. Well, I'm in high school right now. And I honestly loved all of it. Like, I was a little nervous going into junior high, but I ended up having the best experience. Yeah. And then I did high school. And I'm really, really enjoying the high school as well. So I don't know. I'd be a, but I think, and I love teaching science and I'm also doing some math and I'm really enjoying that as well. So I don't know. I'm up for any science, math, junior high, high school. I don't know. 
because I remember before our practicums, I feel like you said like, oh, I kind of want to teach grade five or younger. Yeah, I know. Before you did the practicum. Yeah, I I worked at an elementary school and I really liked that as well. And I was like, man, what? These kids are so fun and they're so young and there's you can teach them so much. But then, yeah, Mm. I don't know. I could also see myself doing grade five, grade six. (laughs) I'd do anything. (laughs) I think I just like the kids and connecting with them. Yeah, so Jen, you did an intermediate school, like you said, and you were doing science for what, grade eight? Uh, seven, eight, and nine. Oh, you did science for all of them? Yeah, I did mostly grade seven. I started that from like the first day of practicum. Yeah. And then I took over the grade nines. And then by the end of it, I was doing a little bit of the grade eights. Okay. And at the school you were teaching at for intermediate, did they do semestered science or was it all year long? No, it's all year long. Ooh, okay so yeah I'm doing intermediate science right now but it's semestered really I've so never I heard of that kids every day for science what I have the same kids every day for science oh but only for one semester but for half a year yep okay so I had them well we didn't have them every day we had them four so it was a six-day cycle and they had science four out of those six days okay. so we didn't see them every day but you've seen them all like the majority of the days yeah most of the days yeah okay. and then you have yeah. them all year yeah, this isn't a six-day cycle. It's like a oh, five-day cycle. It's so interesting how different schools do it different different ways. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's very interesting. And I feel that even though it's probably about the same amount of days, I don't think we get through as much content semestered as we would. Yeah, I feel like you would feel very rushed because that's the main difference I find between teaching a junior high and teaching high school is like you have that flexibility. Well, especially at the start of the year when you're like, oh, I have the whole year to cover all of these curriculum outcomes. But in high school, I found like it's like you're going constantly and you miss a day like it's really like you have to make that up somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's just so many more outcomes in high school, especially high school math. Oh, my goodness. You got to watch. You do an outcome outcome a day. day. (laughs) An outcome a day. Yeah. And so what are you teaching now in high school? Like what subjects? So I'm teaching the 421K math, which I am absolutely loving, which I was also surprised by, but love it. I love my kids, love the whole class, and I'm teaching, I have a resource class as well, which has been really interesting to see that side, because I, something I never thought I would see, Okay. like high school resource, and then I have grade 10 academic math, and then I also am going with a different teacher for some chemistry classes, because I wanted to see what chemistry looked like in the high school, so I'm starting to teach chemistry now, which I really like. (laughs) I think that's, I don't know what's my favorite, but chemistry's up there. Well, yeah, because that's what you did kind of more in your university, right? Yeah. A little bit more passion for it. Yeah, I was kind of nervous. I wasn't going to know it, like know the material. But then as I was looking through it, I was like, okay, I actually do know what understanding. Hopefully. Yeah, and then I'm like, I wish I took grade 11 before my university, which I did take it, but it would have been nice to like see it right. Like everything just kind of made sense. I feel like things I learned in third and fourth year chemistry, if I would have remembered the stuff we learned in grade 11. It would have made yeah. sense. And I think it takes that, like, especially for university, I think you learn it at such a fast pace. Yeah. You learn and forget. Like, mm-hmm. you learn, use it, write the exam, move on to the next thing, and you completely forget about it. But when you go back a couple years later, it's, like, settled in. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if you just gain perspective or your brain just absorbs it differently mm-hmm. when you learn it the second time around. Yeah, and I feel like everything's kind of clicking with me now, and I'm, like, making all these connections, but then I'm realizing, oh, my students are definitely not making these connections because they haven't learned it yet. This is the first time. Like, you yeah. see chemistry in grade 10, but it's, like, you don't take it as a class until grade 11. 
Oh, grade 11. Yeah. On its own. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And is that chem class during your prep? Uh, it's good during my grade 10 math class. So I kind of oh, been going yeah. like I did half the, because of the practicum, I did half my practicum with them and I'm doing half of it with this class. Oh, okay. I would have loved to do it, it during, on prep. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved been... to do it during my prep, but nothing really ended up working up, working out. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not the same cycle. Oh, wow. That's super cool. And so overall you like both, obviously, like you said, you teach any of them, right? Yeah. Um, mentally as a teacher I've noticed that intermediate is a lot easier like on my brain mm. like I don't have to prep as much especially for math like I can just walk in and it's like oh surface area today like do you notice a big difference in like the prep behind teaching high school versus the prep you did in grade seven and eight and nine yeah I found that the grade seven eight and nine <clears throat> there was definitely the prep wasn't as much but I found it was more like behaviors like I got lots of classroom ma management experience and that kind of thing and you just had a lot of flexibility where for me, I was able to do like a unit plan. And then once I had my slideshow for the whole unit, you could basically yeah. just show up. Well, you're yeah. still prepping and everything too, but yeah, it was nice that's where, fine too. Yeah. Where high school, it's like different. keeping up is there's a lot more like assignments and things are faster because you only have that half semester that the yeah. kids are doing an assignment or doing a test and there's always something to do. Yeah. And do you find in the chem class for high school that the students are a little bit more engaged than say the grade 10 classes just because they got to choose it? Yeah, yes. And like I have some, in, like I have a really, really quiet grade 10 class. Yeah. So in math and then with chemistry, I also find they're more, they're very engaged too, because it's like, you can relate it to the real world, but I'm, I'm doing that with math too. But with chemistry, it's like, oh, like this is, you can see this in the real world or this reaction's this or it's just a way that you can connect it. So like some of the kids are like, oh, and they have more questions where math, they just kind of show up, they do the work, they're like, perfect, let me go after class. Yeah, let me leave. <laughs> nice, oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, and so Jen, like you said, you did your degree in chem and math. Um, I know one of the first things you ever mentioned in class, you're like, oh my goodness, I love C-glass. <laughs> you did your honors on C-glass, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, specifically let me see if I can remember what you did like you were looking for sea glass that would glow in the dark or had uranium in it right yeah well not glow in the dark glow under uv light oh glow under uv light yeah kind of like uh, glow in the dark bowling oh so if yeah. you brought that into like a black light if you brought it into like a bowling alley that does like the black light it would glow yeah it would glow so you were kind of obsessed with sea glass for quite a while right? <laughs> yeah it all happened like during covid because we were locked in so like my boyfriend and I went around to every lighthouse on PEI yeah, and did all of those. And then as we started to go to the beaches, we, I got my aunt to see glass or collects it all the time. And it was just something to get out of the house. And we yeah. lived so close to the beach on PEI that we were able to go out and go for a walk. And Lucas doesn't really like walking. So I found like when we were collecting sea glass, he had like a purpose. Like he could, oh, yeah. so he, he wasn't just walking it. to walk. Right, right, that was like, yeah. It was more of a job. I was like, look for sea glass. <laughs> we we're looking for sea glass. And have you, brought that into your chemistry class at all yet I somehow? haven't because I only yeah it hasn't really connected because like they don't learn what my honors was on like you don't really learn that like it's hard to connect it to to high school at all yeah because it was a little bit complex and they don't yeah. yeah but I would like I talked about it a lot with my um my junior highs just because it was also fresh in my mind but it would True. be cool to bring in my like thesis and be like if you want to continue in research or because especially the grade 12s when they're yeah. thinking about doing something like that. I don't know. I thought about it bringing in, but I also, I don't know. 
not yet. They're not I yet. feel like it's, it's so like, yet. yeah, like it was such a big part of my life for the last year that I'm just like, I need a mental break from my oh, sea glass. <laughs> like I haven't even went sea glassing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the other thing about you, Jen, that I know is that like, you know, everyone and <laughs> you're, I think just cause you like grew up playing so many sports and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. you're also huge into refing, right? Yes, refing hockey. Wrecked refing hockey. And I know during the Canada games you posted some stuff about like females refing in like is in Canada is huge, right? Like there's yeah. not that many No, there's going not. Into it. There's nothing and, like yeah. And like you're a huge like kind of advocate for it. And so you did volunteer for the Canada games. Did you actually get to ref or not? No, I wasn't refing. I was doing I was in the penalty box. So I sat in the penalty box the whole time and people yeah. would come in and like I don't know. It was super, super I'm so glad. I did like some crazy like sixty hours in the week or something. Like Lots I was there twelve hour days. Yeah, but yeah. I was on a cruise for the first part of Canada games, so like I got my break then. You got some time to relax. But it was like super fun. But yeah, female officiating, like it's I'm that literally with my classes, I'm like, you play hockey, why don't you ref? We need some more female refing. And even yeah. like last week we did a big tournament with all girls and we wanted all girl officials and there's just like not that many. But refing in general, like one in I think it's like one in three quit in their first two years. Yeah, it's hard to take all like the yelling from the parents and yeah. kids, right? Yeah, and especially when you're young too. But yeah, but that's it, my it builds goal. character, right? Yeah, it's and it's definitely helped with my classroom management, like dealing with like worked up parents or worked up kids. Like that's what I did on like all my like for refing. You're dealing with coaches that are really angry or kids that are really angry, and I'm like, the it's the same kind really of model. Angry. Yes, it's like the same model. Like I'm just trying to keep things under control. I'm trying to be fair. Like you say yeah. the same things, which is interesting. You confidence though. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you're mad. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen kids at their worst almost when they're refing hockey because you get so into the game and so worked up over certain things that I like. Even when I was a player, I was no angel. When I was a player. Of course, of course. Yeah, but yeah. And uh, yeah, so Jen, do you have any like funny things you can remember from the program that kind of make you laugh when you look back, like on our cohort or when you were in practicum, something that happened? Oh, okay, so I was super like interested to see who was because like I remember finding out I got into the program and like I didn't know a lot of people that got in from PEI and I was like man I would know if people were in because I've seen on social media because people were posting their acceptance letters and I really only know knew one or two people maybe I only knew one person like Emma coming into our cohort I knew she was in it and then I only knew a couple from the elementary and that's all I knew and I was like I should know more people than this. Yeah, and you then think I, that there was more that are actually from PEI, but there's yeah. actually not that many. No, there's a few, though, but they are from, like, I don't know a lot of people up, um, down east Yeah, because I'm more central, but so, like, there's a few there that I should have. I probably knew of them whenever they started, but i never seen it before the program. But I remember the first day, like, our orientation. So I'm a server. So, like, I always say my hidden talent is I can guess where people are from just by, like, talking to them or looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I was doing that game in my head as we were going in that circle outside. I was like, she's got to be from Ontario or they're from D.C. <laughs> like, I was trying to guess just them. guessing based on what they look like. Yeah, I guess. And then talking to them or their accent or whatever. So, but it was funny because, like, learning where everybody was from. And something that I have really loved about this program was having the diversity and, like, the difference of opinions in our class and the difference of experience has been really eye-opening for me because 
I feel like I'm one of the younger ones in the program and I haven't really got to experience life like other people and like hearing their experience has been like really eye-opening for me and just like learning from them has been really awesome so that was one of the best things that came from this program is just me being able to like learn from everybody else yeah it's quite a diverse group and I think that definitely has helped yeah I don't know get some perspective on what we're doing and where we're going and like what we're eventually going to end up doing in 10 years you know exactly yeah yeah well I have two funny points about you Jen oh gosh the first one is we did math class together so there's only a few of us mathletes like nine of us or something like that so we spent a lot of time together in the summer yes and Emma was teaching and you and Mia were chatting in the back while she was teaching (laughs) me chatting yeah not not you never (laughs) uh and Emma turned around and was like Jen what was the answer to this Oh, yeah. And we weren't listening at all. So, of course, we didn't know the answer. No. Yeah. That was, like, the first time we had someone, like, one of our students pretend teaching us because we did it with Blaine early on. Yeah. It was one of the best uh-huh. classes ever. So, yeah. She uh, she got us back in line pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, that was really funny. And I remember Blaine loved that, too. He was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah. She was one of the first persons to go. And she, like, immediately called us out on yeah. talking during her class, which was super funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing that is super funny I loved was, okay, so during the hurricane, I think it was the very first night um, before we lost cell service forever. Yep. Uh, you sent a video at 4 a.m. of you out in the hurricane being like, the wind is blowing, it's dark, there's lightning, there's thunder, things are blowing around. You're like, oh, I'm out here experiencing the hurricane. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, think we were, I was at home and my dad, like a tree had just broken our front yard. So we like heard a big smash. So like it woke everybody in the house up. And then my dad, I was outside just looking and it was like blowing. He was soaking wet. And I was in the hallway and he opens the door. He's like, Jen, you got to come out here and look at this, (laughs) feel the wind. And I was like, no. And he's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. feel the wind of a hurricane <laughs> so then we walked out and he goes no you gotta go behind the house so like i walked past the house and it was just like i couldn't even stand oh my goodness and i was like i gotta take a video this is so funny oh that was so funny and it just like helped put everything in perspective whereas like the hurricane we thought the world was ending but you were out there having fun so. oh yeah i was like i gotta i gotta go outside so at least i was out in the worst of it 100 and yeah. whatever kilometer winds <laughs> winds trees are flying yeah and then, uh, power was out by them for sure yeah because you yeah. guys didn't experience we had a hurricane that was really bad in 2019 as well yeah so I remember that when it was called Dorian and like that like flipped PEI upside down because that was our first real big one in a while. Yeah. So we got to experience that. But then I think right. this one was almost worse. It was worse, I but like a lot of the trees had already fell down that were going to come down. But yeah. Dorian was really bad. Like 80% of the yeah, trees. That was and- after like, yeah, the trees down were awful in that one. But now that we had this one so close, a lot of the trees have already fallen if they were going to yeah. I feel like I'm like a hurricane expert just because Lucas is a lineman. So like I like know all these random facts about hurricanes. Like they switch boy girl names and then they every year and then they have a rotation. And if the hurricane's bad enough, then it comes out as a rotation. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's so I was like always checking up on the hurricanes and Lucas is always watching his little hurricane app to see. <laughs> hurricane he... app in case he has to go out and put yeah, the power leave back up. It. Yeah, because it was a pretty bad year, too, because he probably left PEI to go 
for hurricanes like a couple yeah. times this summer. Yeah, there was a few of them. Gets up and goes, and I'm like, all right, see you later. See you later. I'll just be here by myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Holding down the fort while another hurricane comes through PEI, right? Yeah, literally, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, so those are my two uh, funny gen moments that I could think of before this interview. Is there uh, anything else you want to say to the cohort or about the program or anything? Excited that I can't believe it's already been old, like it's already been a year yeah. almost, which is crazy to me. This whole year flew by so fast. Yeah. And it's so sad. Like when I realized after classes had ended and we were going into our last practicum, I was like, I didn't even say bye to everyone. Like, People aren't coming, like, we'll see them at graduation, and I'm like, I'm not going to see anyone again. Like, that's so sad. It's crazy that we went from spending every single minute together for months, and now we're separated again. I know, and, like, there's going to be so much to catch up. Like, the gala's going to be so fun because we have so much to catch up on. Yeah, we do. So I hope we get to see each other the last day of practicum. I know we meet with our advisors, but I'm hoping – I wish we could just all come together, eat lunch or something. Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. That's something we can do. Maybe we do that. Because it's just crazy. I know everyone always has a, if anyone's ever on PEI, they got a place to stay here. Of course. Out, uh, out at your place, Borden. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if you're coming, it's pretty central. It is. It's on the way. Yeah. But this year's been go. just crazy with the pra- finally graduating and then graduating again. Yeah, all together at once. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, Jen. I appreciate no it. Worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. We'll talk to you later. Yep, see ya. Jack in the pod. <laughs>